The following audio may contain coarse language and other material that may not be suitable for a younger audience. Viewer discretion is advised. Also, we may spoil anything and everything, so you have been warned. I'm Peter Dancy. I'm Trevor Flynn. And I'm Jack Newman, and welcome to the Movie Gang Podcast. This week, we're going to be reviewing The Suicide Squad, the sequel, not sequel to... All right, so here we go. We got to go down this list. Suicide Squad, original comics debut was The Brave and the Bold and uh, September 1959, uh, preceded by the modern Suicide Squads of the Legends, which is uh, January 1987. This, su- this is a Suicide Squad comics ab- a book adaptation, then was adapted into the uh, sorry, 2016 by David Ayer, Suicide Squad. And now we have the James Gunn continuation, which is not a sequel, but uh, I suppose some sort of it is a continuation in the form of the Suicide Squad 2021 now released on HBO Max and uh, in theaters now uh, when Trevor looked absolutely disgusted with me when he found out I watched the streaming. Uh, it was really funny. <laughs> <laughs> like I just you're like, it's better in the movies. And I was like, yeah, of course it is. But, you know, I'm a busy bee, Trevor. I, I got shit to do. I got I got a campaign to write well, for Monday. The irony <laughs> is that, like, I almost watched it. I got as far as the opening, like, logo watching at home. And I was just like, mm-hmm. I can't do this. Are you, are you sure you don't want to go, Megan? And then I, like, dragged Megan with me to see it. And, uh, and it, 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 I reminded her that Idris Elba was in it. And we pretended that that was worth it. And uh, I, I'm glad I did. I, I, I wanted to see a starfish rampage in a theater. I think that was just important to me. I had a lot of hype for this too and what the fuck it was going to do. And I needed the weirdness of experiencing it in a theater, I think, because it's uh, it's pretty weird. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and, and yeah, so this is, the, again, this is, there's a, there's so much baggage to break down around the history of this film. There's so much baggage to break down around the Suicide Squad in yeah, general. And there's so much baggage to break down around the director. Of course, the first one was directed by David Ayer. The follow up was by James Gunn. James Gunn, having left the Marvel Cinematic Universe uh, after him getting uh, pseudo, I suppose, not pseudo, he, he was temporarily. Uh, uh, he was canceled temporarily on the basis of tweets that then got signal enhanced based on people that were, uh, you know, some people bad that were faith. trying bad actors. faith actors that yeah, were attempting yeah. to get him canceled by Disney. Uh, uh, Kevin Feige tried to step in and save him. And then Disney panicked and tossed him out. And which is one of the few times that they just told Kevin Feige to shove it in his own Marvel universe, uh, which has totally been borne out. <laughs> like, I mean, <laughs> in terms of that, like, uh, well, I don't know. Maybe this is a thing where we're just all, we really want Kevin Feige to be a good guy because like, apparently he was like, just pay Scarlet. <laughs> that was something apparently he said, so I'm not exactly sure how true that is, but, but I do feel like every time this is a story out, there's like a side story. like, and Kevin Feige didn't want this bad thing to happen in the Marvel's cinematic universe to happen uh, well, yeah he supposedly like threatened to quit over oh, really? one of the big ones i, I, back I believe when it was i believe it in gun like he did threaten to quit over that yeah well yeah. I th- i'm thinking of when it was still under the umbrella of like the old foggy dude that didn't want to make like black panther or captain Marvel oh, or whatever, yeah. whatever yeah, his yeah. Name is. it's another rumor yeah. His name was. yeah he's like just keep making <laughs> avengers movies it's, it's uh, no one will get bored of that forever like, <laughs> even not even me, me and peter are diehards and if you made us like another avengers movie with the same cast both us and the uh, both us and the cast are going to open a vein uh that's dark uh anyway <laughs> sorry speaking of opening a vein <laughs> 
let's talk about this movie, which is an incredibly R-rated violent continuation of the first Suicide Squad. But before we do that, we kind of, I suppose, have to talk about the original Suicide Squad, a Suicide Squad, which its own troubled production history. Which is to say that, you know, there was David Ayer took over and made an original cut of the Suicide Squad, which then they released a really, really fantastic. And I still maintain that that original Suicide Squad trailer is fantastic. And that's why I got everybody. It's a good trailer. It's totally unreflective of what the film is. Uh, And then they hired the trailer company to come in and recut a movie, which, as that movie proves, is not something that anyone should ever do. (laughs) So that's that's the original Suicide Squad, a movie made by a man that then got recut by the trailer company that produced the trailer that everybody loved. Then there was some sort of pseudo synthesis where they took the trailer company version and the original version and put them together and created a jumbled mess. And I believe the worst reviewed movie of that year that we, we all genuinely panned at at the time. It was uh, just bad. It was bad. It was really, really, really bad. It was really bad. And, and it's one of those things where this is a continuation and it's with a director who has to date made probably one of my favorite superhero movies of all time, which is Guardians of the Galaxy 2, Guardians of the Galaxy 1 being good, but Guardians of the Galaxy 2, if you watch it with your dad, you will have a breakdown. Oh, <laughs> like I'm oh, just, yeah. And that's the thing. He's always, he's always, <coughs> sorry, he's always been pretty good at putting emotional availability back into superhero moves and re- movies. And, and, and I think that's the element that I really particularly like about him. He has been particularly good about recontextualizing superhero values and other elements of this into superhero movies to give him that still that emotional cinematic weight. That's the James Gunn effect. And uh, yeah, and he's done that to a great extent with guardians of the galaxies. And I think he's doing it to a lesser extent with the suicide squad, the tw- the 2021 now released. So before I get too more, uh, too much down the thing, a lot of, a lot of that we're gonna have to break down because the making and history of these movies and also these comics are so all over the place that there's just a lot of stuff to get to, to begin with. But I want to take a first blush. Let's start with you, Peter. Let's start with the Marvel guy. Uh, cause I can trust Trevor to keep his opinion and not be colored by us. I appreciate that, Trevor. You're my cynic, you're my cynic, baby. Uh, that's I don't want to call you that. I feel bad that I said that. Are you okay? I, I love I didn't you. Quite uh, what? I, I, I called you. A, you're my cynic, baby. That's what I said. I'm sorry. The cynical constant. Yes. Cosmological I, cynical constant. Yeah, that's fine. Cosmological. Okay, uh, Peter. What did you think of this movie? Uh, first impression. I, I really, I really enjoyed it. I, I liked. Honestly, I kind of liked how violent it was. It was it just, oh, yeah. just, like, just aggressively getting in there. And it's like, no, yeah, this is Suicide Squad. People are going to die. People, people are going to get their heads cut off and everything. Um, I, I, I liked the, I, I liked the kind of, um, what's, what's the, what's the word I'm looking for? How, how the, the different storylines that the, the gun decided to weave through this movie, um, each each person had a kind of a, a, a foil in someone else to to kind to kind of mirror them, and, and I I liked that that we got to watch all of that play out like with a with fucking um a, a blood bloodshot and peacemaker. It's like because like their 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 whole their, their whole conflict like kind of went all the way through with with how they would all how they would um attack problems and then and then and Harley Quinn seeing seeing honestly I think a, a continuation of 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 her character from. Suicide Squad to Birds of Prey to now the Suicide Squad and how she and how how she's growing as a person um, separate from Joker like and also like 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 we said just seeing a big ass starfish just big ass alien starfish wreak havoc on a city was pretty entertaining. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah, let's go ahead before we break down or like trying to go back and forth on each other. Uh, Trevor, what did you think of the Suicide Squad? Uh, I was really hyped up for this and it's a shame. And Ben is partially responsible for that hype. So if you're listening, Ben, I wish you were here to answer for that. But um, I, uh, <laughs> I, um, I I think it, it I, I'm mostly pleased uh, just with James Gunn. Yeah, with like the grindhouse uh, shit of it all um, kind of giving us the tone that Suicide Squad needed. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It does yeah. veer into sentiment towards the end, but it doesn't by any means like fail for that reason. I think it's just like it's a little surprising to me that he went that way um, at the end in particular. But it's much more earned than the first film. Yeah. <laughs> where oh, yeah. we just like that's, sit that's... down in a bar and be like, you know, we're all alike, kind of. Uh, we all had hard lives okay let's go save yeah. the world we're gonna totally do uh, a 180 on on eight characters that we haven't fully explained you yeah. know that's how that works it also has the benefit of complete bizarro um just chic the form of starro and and peter capaldi with fucking shit sticking out of his head and then uh, i just want to do that like you know we i want to get to this specific point of sexually assaulting starro like i just Oh, I didn't think of it that way. I, I, me and Katie were on the couch. And but there Katie, was that one line. Katie, Katie immediately talked to me and I was like, is like, are they going there with that? And she's like, I mean, yeah. Uh, like, uh. As, like, maybe I'm taking it too wrong. Like, maybe I have it on the brain or something. But like, I definitely was like uncomfortable because Peter Capaldi does kind of turn around and go like, a, oopsie. <laughs> like he does, yeah. he does do yeah. like, the, he does do like the little shoulder shrug. And he's like, uh, he's like, I like aliens. Hey, you know, like, it's, yeah, it's, this movie has no chill when it comes to that kind of thing and it was like i was a little unprepared for just how grindhouse it was gonna be uh that's not to its detriment i think it knows very much who its audience is it's not necessarily me um you know the shock and the schlock of it kind of tires for me after a while but i respect it uh yeah (laughs) and there's some really great sequences in there that kind of made it worth uh going to part part of the thing y'all need to know about why what spurred me to the theater on this one too is my brother and i had just discovered uh on adult swim i had heard of it but the harley quinn show oh fantastic oh my gosh absolutely fantastic i I think that uh spurred me to the theater a little bit probably better than this to be entirely honest uh yeah uh, better written probably yeah um i I was a where was all that acting during Big Bang Theory? I'm just saying. Oh, I know, right? <laughs> I hate yeah. to say that. I mean, maybe it's like at some point it's like what you got to work with. But I was just like, God yeah. damn, girl can <laughs> act. And then you see the flight attendant and I'm like, she's got like a good future. She just needs to get the right movie and she's going to mm-hmm. be great. I, I don't know. I'm sorry. Like it was, it was one of those things where I was like, the flight attendant is very good. You should check that out as well. If you have. Yeah, I've heard it's good. I'll have to. Yeah. It's very good. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, I'm mostly pleased with it. Yeah, I, I yeah, I guess like I guess I'm in the same boat. I was very excited for this particular look. I, I think the thing that this is setting up essentially is that James Gunn taking over Suicide Squad is in so many ways for me personally as a film geek, uh, a, a, a Cinderella tale. James Gunn gets fucked at Disney. He comes over, takes yep. the worst superhero movie that's ever made and makes it into a great movie. 
that's what we wanted to hear and we wanted to see and we wanted a Disney just to suck the big like the big middle finger on this one like oh you fucked yourself didn't you now they got a good franchise over the, uh, Warner uh, Brothers that's what you the, want. Sub, what, yeah. the dramatic subtext of it works very well with it being about people being expendable by a, by an uncaring and unfeeling like huge super system and like yeah it, <laughs> it all fits in it all fits in and it also works so goddamn Such well because people even talked about this on Twitter like people have talked about that it's like James Gunn taking Suicide Squad is the most hilarious thing ever because he's like yeah I'm ex- this expendable corporate bullshit thing it's like John Favreau goes and makes chef levels of of that yeah, yeah it, it works it works and the, the issue for me like overall is that the movie while I do think it is good it is <laughs> it's not good enough what is, what is it do you think because I mean people have said pacing issues yeah I, I will say this which is very sounds very uncharitable but like I, as soon as we get like the eight weeks earlier or whatever I'm just like oh god no it's happening again why can't we have a suicide movie that's just paced in a conventional through like way why is there always so many flashbacks <laughs> that was okay. like a I'm little not gonna lie. I which think is when not it, like you know yeah, yeah it wasn't look I'm gonna say this to you dude I think everybody's mileage is varying it wasn't grindhouse enough for me Wow. Like I, yeah. it's got a $185 million budget. It's got a huge budget and I just wanted more violence. And I'm saying that opening sequence where they like, like they destroy the rest of the thing. I was like, Oh, this is pretty good. And then they like ripped off the face and the starro face. That was good too. Like, but like, and then like when Mongal comes out of the helicopter and she's literally just burning to death when Michael Rucker's like head gets exploded and then there's bird is eating out of his brain. Like I was there for that. And then like you see boomerangs, Jai fucking Courtney's just like our, I was like, as soon as Jai Courtney's on the plane, I'm like, you dead son of a bitch. Yeah. Like you dead. I love that in the hype for all this, we got like all these people, this person, this person, like this movie is too big. There are too many people in it. And it's just such a good opening to be like, oh, how are we going to make this work? Of course, we're going to kill half of them, you idiot. It's right there in the they title. Yeah. It's called Suicide yeah, and Squad, the- including Boomerang again. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, that's great. It's, it's funny, too, that I like moments of it, too. I, I, I ironically, like I really I, he forced it. But at the same time, I really bought the fact that everybody was friends on the bus and they would go and save Flag and Harley Quinn. Uh, I also just I was just impressed with Idris Elba. I really think it's funny when he murders half of like the dissidents in the camp and then they open up and, he, and they're like, where are all my men? And he's just like, uh, we like, he's just like, he just, he's we didn't just, see them anywhere. What are you really, talking about? He's just really funny. And John Cena and him are good. I uh, like and then King. I, I think that's the thing. I think the difference here is that everybody is operating at a high level of dialogue, which works like even I, I just I just love Mr. Polka Dot and the fact like Polka Dot Man and the fact that they're just like they're just taking him and just pushing him to the extreme and it's like yeah that's the thing too I was like the way they opening with the weasels like well he's killed 27 children like and then he just gets away at the end and that's like so dark like, yeah no this, when that happened I was just like oh god now this island has to deal with that what are they yeah. gonna do yeah because he can't swim it. so it's like he's just stuck there now yeah and it's it's the same sort of thing with like it's the same sort of thing with like, uh, yeah, it's just they push it into dark territory and just I don't know what it was for me personally. Just it was never dark enough. And I think that is an imperfection on my behalf that like I expected the second coming based on the storytelling. And I just got too hyped. I just got too hyped for yeah. it. I mean, and that is an internally issue. I am disappointed in the Suicide Squad, but I still I mean, here's the bottom line for me. You should go fucking see it. 
first off, it's on HBO Max. It's worth the goddamn time. And it's just fantastic. And it's just and that's the thing, too. It is infinitely better than any other movie that DC has produced. <laughs> like, you know, it's like well, does with the exception say, of yeah. Aquaman, maybe. Aqua, maybe. Yeah, this is better than Aquaman. It, it definitely I, has I, a higher I'm, pedigree than Aquaman, but Aquaman has Willem Dafoe fish with like the floaty hair and the fucking mm. like sea battles and stuff. And going, Aquaman and going is enjoyable full and like a, and going yeah, full and ham on the on the yeah. outfits, making them so comic book accurate, like King Orm and just straight up silver and purple. Like, come on, it, it's oh it's good. It's a, I have been convinced that it's like a standout in terms of oh, like how dude. hard camp like dude, it commits to the I, Ocean I, Master. And I shit. don't like. Let's not pretend you're the defender of like. Aquaman because that was me motherfucker I was the oh, guy, no, I, I I was the guy it, on yeah. that cast that took a shitload of heat me and Peter were there me and Peter were there for like sexy fishmen I'm just saying we we, we took that shit like, <laughs> and I was and I'm sorry that Aquaman fight with with the black man as fight through Italy is one of my favorite superhero fights of all time like dead stop like that's that one where they're just fighting across the the rooftops rooftops, yeah Yeah, and and it has a floaty camera which i typically do not like and i just i just love that there's like two sequential races and you flip between the two of them and you have all these excellent sequences of them running through rooms and then black mana is so great like he literally like does like his little like charge with his helmet just hits him with his helmet into like into like a water bell i just ah i love that fight so much there's no there's no fight in this movie as good as that fight and that and you definitely feel the I do love the Harley Quinn moment and that's part that this I, trailer is so hyped and they know that's the moment they have I feel like to get you to go see yeah, it because it, it, it was bright it was colorful it was yeah. it, but, but, but well, while also still being visceral and violent because she is killing people with the javelin so the the, the eyeball was like I think one of my favorite parts yes. of that movie oh okay like, yeah, 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 the yeah. eyeball was like the eyeball was the moment that I was like that's the James Gunn grossness in an R-rated movie exactly. that I wanted. Yeah. That's what I'm I like, wanted. I'm watching a horde of rats right. eat out a cosmic thing's brain, and it's beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful? Also, also, like Ratcatcher Two. I, first off, I love how it's Ratcatcher Two, and I love how Ratcatcher One is Taika Waititi. Taika Waititi. <laughs> yeah. Also, yeah. D- 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 let's just know just how many people from who have been who have been in the MCU were in this movie, and how most of them have been in, have been in been in one or both of the. Guardians films. I love how Michael Rooker just shows up. He's like, just shows I'll, I'll, up. He's like, I'll be whatever you want. I'll be savant. Yeah, fuck it. I'll throw cool. a ball at a wall and kill a bird because I'm an angry old man. Whatever. And then ha- and then have my carcass be eaten by be, right, be eaten right, by right. a bird after I die. I, I, yeah, there's I, that payoff at the end with the bird at the end. Same yeah. old bird. Right? I love it. I just love it. I, I think also it was love the same like. Bird, yeah. I just love like how losery to the first team is. It's amazing. Like I just love like, and it's clearly like Waller used them as like a diversion. That's like there's. This is where I'm I'm so frustrated by this movie because there is so much good filmmaking here and it is so infinitely better than the first one. I actually watched 20 minutes of the old Suicide Squad. Uh, First off, that first 20 minutes is just like unfucking bearable. Uh, Also, just like. It, I it, genuinely it, forget. It's a lot it. of meetings, isn't it? It's a lot it's, of meetings. No, it's it's two. It's people. It's like it's definitely like the corporate version of a superhero movie because it's like we went to a bar and had a nice steak and then we talked about the movie we were gonna make instead of making a movie. Like that's what. <laughs> it's like it's. Like, sorry, I'm, I'm I'm paraphrasing from Twitter, but like that it is like it is like a good joke, you know? Like it is like the first half of that movie are them talking about all the characters. And it's like little vignettes, which is not like a bad idea to introduce characters. But at the same time, like, I don't know. It's, it's oh, just, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, it's a good it's a good formulaic idea that's just destroyed because the fucking show thought process down from the top is them showing them having just a meeting in a steakhouse. And it's like these two random white guys talking to Amanda Waller. And you're just sort of like, okay. And then you have to have like a set up boardroom scene. I was like all of that. That's 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 the that's the issue with the first Suicide Squad. It's so poorly written and constructed that like all of that could have been shaken down. This is a very well constructed film uh, that I still I still find <laughs> kind of disappointing. I feel it's bad because I feel like well, then there's something like a little painfully contrived to me about how they get Harley Quinn in there that pays off beautifully. But like I'm just kind of like, when did Harley Quinn become the symbol of anti-American sentiment? Is this movie just selling me that? Is that what? is that a comics thing? Like, why am I supposed to buy this? <laughs> That's the excuse yeah, yeah, they yeah, have why, for why getting I, her. Yeah, like, that's the excuse they have. I, there's, for, there's something there. Like she's a. I mean, she's. This is not a reading I'm making, Jack. This is a text from the film. I, I know. Yeah, like, the, no, no, no. I know that the guy like, says like that. An, an assumption that that Luca put on her, and it's like where. And and where? again, funny enough, Harley Quinn was like, and, and this is the the lasting element of Suicide Squad. The Suicide Squad. Sorry. Not the Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad was an incredibly, the 2016 was an incredibly successful film that made Harley Quinn the center of the movie that then that Halloween, every lady on the planet dressed up as Harley Quinn because like it was it, the, the cultural cachet of Harley Quinn at that exact moment is so goddamn huge as Margot Robbie that that's like the cultural leftover of from that movie. It's a terrible movie that just absolutely changed how everybody dressed for Halloween that year. That's that's True. that's the that's the history of that. And which have is, continued to cosplay as Harley Quinn since and, then. And that's like also the defense as to why the original like Suicide Squad is an Oscar winning film because like even though Star Trek Beyond was had way better like makeup because I think that's the what was it? It was costuming or makeup or what or, it, I mean obviously hair, hair and makeup. Hair and makeup, right, right. Same obviously the same thing. Yeah, same, same it thing. won a hair and makeup Oscar over Star Trek Beyond, which has much better hair, more complicated hair and makeup. But I still understand the notion of it because the cultural cachet of the Harley Quinn look at that exact moment captured the kind of uh, zeitgeist of the moment. And I was like, yeah, I said zeitgeist in a podcast. Look at me. It's not the first time. We all know. (laughs) I'm sure you said it before at least once. I I have. I don't know. I like to feel special. Okay. Uh, No, I I just I think ultimately, like, I, I understand the impetus for keeping Harley Quinn in here. She still also feels like a secondary side story and it's just like one of those things where it's like i felt like there was an opportunity in places to shed pounds and i like re- kind of wish they killed off rick flag a little bit earlier <laughs> like yeah, i yeah. but also like i i uh, i really liked rick flag in this i liked how like kind he was i just i did i just enjoyed yeah. them all drinking in a place because i felt like it was like one of those times where i was like yeah they're all fucking messed up and they're just having a good time and it makes sense and then i like how they talked in a now way like i i think like uh sorry what's his name shit and the the shark king shark, king king shark, shark. yeah no king anytime shark. someone says his name it's funny it's yeah. just it's automatically funny. Yeah, I just love it. No way. Stay off the car. No, no way. No. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Not yeah. I just love and I love how he just like almost eats her and then she's chill about it. I also love like how she's just always asleep for some reason. Like I, I like there's like I a little was really details. worried at first they were going to do when they called her a millennial, just do that. And that was going to be their character. And then they totally turned it around and right, made it right, like, right, oh, goodness. no, you think millennials are trash? I think you're trash for thinking that this is the moral center of this tale. <laughs> yeah. Like, that, no. And that's and that's exactly. <laughs> Exactly why they I, he set that line up because he, yeah. that he had written it that way and then he did that and that's 
I cannot in no uncertain terms explain in all the ways that this is a thought out, well-made movie as opposed to the first one that like it is staggering, staggering. Even even Amanda Waller, even Amanda Waller with just how unabashedly vicious she was this time as opposed to the first one, seeing, seeing, seeing Viola Davis be, be, be able to, legitimately be cruel like just straight up cruel was beautiful to me it's so important that it's there from the beginning that you were just not it's not a reveal that she's a bad person (laughs) it's it's there the the whole time she is uncaring does not does not give a fuck is like this is the mission and i will kill anyone i have to do to get it I also love like how much more int- like crazy she is and feels in this movie. And she doesn't do actually that much bad shit as opposed to the first movie where she like murders a room full of FBI agents oh, with a yeah. gun. And it's yeah. just like, a, it's just like a that's gangster. Thank you, Will Smith. Like I just <laughs> like, 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 like I, I don't know, man, Will Smith saying it just like hurts. And like, I sort I don't, I like, I don't know. Like, I, I, I don't know. Man. Does he say, does he literally say that's gangsta in that movie? Yeah. No, he like turns around to her points at the dead body and he's like, that's gangsta. Oh, like God. He does, I forgot it's so, that. yeah, it's, 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 so it's, cringe. it is so bad. It's, it's like, Will Smith. <laughs> Cause it's like, it doesn't make sense for the character. And then having Will Smith say it out of like seemingly out of nowhere. It's just like, what? It was also like right after his like YouTube rewind debacle. So like there was all that going on. And so like that and and like that was a thing, too. He was just sort of like he was almost like for like a five minutes there, like a cringe icon. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's it's, it's the it's the, like it just he's like, remember when we, we all of these great YouTube creators and we just bought Will Smith for five minutes instead of paying anybody. That's what we did. Will Smith, just be chill. Let your let your let your children do the work now. They're, they're, they're the big ones now. Yeah, we, I, I <laughs> honestly, I, I feel so bad for Jaden, but I'm, I'm never going to stop watching Key and Peele skits about him. They're really, they're really funny. <laughs> this is the best thing that's ever been produced about him it's just like key and feel like ripping into his asshole like i just i'm sorry they're merciless too like i'm just like (laughs) the one when it's like his penthouse and he's like what what do you mean i don't get what i want (laughs) i need to rewatch this one i do not remember yeah it's good all right anyways uh yeah so i guess i guess like i'm having a i've struggled this entire podcast to put on a lot of this i I do think that there's like a lot of fun sequences here like i love how they're out of costume for 90 percent of this movie too that's like a fact i sort of like enjoy like how they switched into like like costumes you can see john cena just like ripping out of like like a lacoste shirt this entire movie like i find that to be really funny or like rick flag I, i i don't know i think that like the thing that I think it is, it's not a mess, but it is messy is is what I'm going to come to is my thought process at the end. It is still a huge ensemble cast uh, and it's it, and they do a much better job. There's actually less cast members than in the first movie. Very intelligently like they do it. They got their they got Polka Dot Man, uh, uh, Ratcatcher, Nanawe, who's not really a character. He's really just a personal joke. Uh, and then they got. Uh, yeah, they got like three other and then harley's not gone remote most of the movie showing up at the end uh for the most part i think that they have enough characters but it still feels like stretched it still feels like there should have been more deaths early on or something along those lines to like limit the elements of the characterization of what was going down here i don't necessarily know that's a criticism or like how i would fix it i just find it to stretch on like a little bit more than i'm comfortable with i also think that they're 
trying to I, okay let's also talk about this like because this is there, there's a couple of tropes in here there's a couple of moments that i did feel genuinely uncomfortable and that's grindhousey and so like i i i, I agree like when i'm in the grindhouse ethos i'm more accepting and intentionally accepting of things that i would be accepting outside of the context i'm not totally like i first off the the female freedom fighter is a trope i'm just gonna say I know like yeah she is a trope and it's not great and it's also not great that she's like somehow and like engaged in like more than friends conversation with rick flag when they find them like i just she is like a it's sorry sexy female freedom fighter <laughs> talking to the american and he dies so it doesn't complete some of the tropes it's somehow still better it is still a bad trope okay like and it's 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 all and, it's, and i love how it's this one is very specifically latin american flavored <laughs> like i just like it is it is uh it, it's it, it's not fantastic and that secondary character characterization leads off to that moment where they literally just gun down a room full of people which i almost found more violent than anything else in this movie no <laughs> like i was here they, for that <laughs> i like oh, that oh, 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 I, I, I liked it too but with all, the, with all the generals you mean yeah oh, okay, okay. It, it was it was i mean I'm not, i didn't dislike it i just like i was like that was an incredibly it was one of those moments where you, i kind of just like took a step back like like i, I don't know I, I i definitely at that moment was like whoa it is like for the james gunn tonal whiplash kind of like i guess like that i can see how that'd be like a little unwieldy when he gets into the political themes of like which i really enjoy about them like yeah they go in guns blazing kill a bunch of what turn out to be the rebel fighters which of course viola davis would be fine with them killing it turns out because they want to destabilize latin american countries like the cia did for whatever yeah. that's like a whole reflection on that mm-hmm. i really liked all mm-hmm. that um but yeah yeah <laughs> when democracy just wins because the they didn't do what the u.s wanted yeah i mean it's like a little simplistic sure yeah when they just it's, like kill everybody <laughs> yeah it's 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 also funny on the on the hand of it too. Like I like the secondary element of the office, and they characterize the office so much better. Obvi- like the betting pools that are going around at the beginning, where money yes. changes hand about everything that's happening. That's just fantastic because mm-hmm. that's just like how the, and it's just it's just contextualizes the Suicide Squad in such a better light for everything. And also like how she doesn't murder everybody there, but they seem like I do think that that uses them a little bit like and when she, they like knock her out at the end. I like Yeah, I want to know what happened to the person that knocks her out at the end. She's probably <laughs> We dead. don't see her. I'm going to assume I, she's probably just full I, on dead. I, I would assume yeah. <laughs> she's dead too. I also love like just how how much like Viola Davis is just like more a representation of just like angry corporate like angry like Americanization or something like because she just fails in so many ways. It's just like, didn't anyone check to see if the weasel could swim? And and like he's he, he the guy just like closes his eyes like, like, oh fuck, why the fuck yeah, would they, I need to? They ask pin that? it on that guy, but it's like you you raise a good point. It's like, why didn't Waller double check that shit? Also, <laughs> also like, I love it. Well, I love it too because Waller's inclination in the comics is that she's like this almost omnipotent American force, and I and I actually like her character. Yeah. I, I like her characterization in the comics because she's like she's like America back. Batman. That's like the whole point. Like Waller just like, I just know all the dirty shits that's going on and I'm just doing a move or a shaker. And she's also a fun character in the comics. I, I really find that like it's the same sort of characterization that like, you know, she just she's just evil Nick Fury in the DC universe. And <laughs> oh, like, that's I, a good way of putting it. Yeah, it is yeah. what it is. Yeah, no, it is what it is. That's a really good way of putting it. And, and, and I'm just saying, like, I just it, it is exactly what it is. And it and and somehow it just works because like I find that the DC has like the DC universe has such a more antagonistic relationship just pure comic wise with the american government like because like you know marvel like makes shield and then everybody has issues with shield but it's not really america dc's like nah amanda waller's like in a bunker with an american flag behind her and she's just murdering
murdering people in South America. Like, and then like, and then it's always the question is like, Superman can't take over the government. We're just stuck with Amanda Waller because we won't do that. And I just, I just love it. Like, and that's and obviously like the Justice League television series, one of the greatest animated television series of all time, just really did that to like the nines in like a great way. But I, and then when they brought her back for Batman Beyond, yeah, Chef's Kiss. She's in Batman Beyond. Oh yeah. Oh, I need to finish that mm-hmm, someday. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's at the very end of Batman Beyond. She's I in just like started the, binging that shit in college and like never went back to it. Oh, it dude, it's so though. good. It is uh, such yeah. a fantastic animated series. I, I, I remember, I remember it was, it was one year before, one year during during finals. Um, I, I, I decided that you know, I was like, you know what? I'm just in my room studying the whole time. Let me just watch all of this shit. And I literally watched through all of Justice League, Justice League Unlimited, and Batman Beyond just straight through. Justice League Unlimited is my shit. It's like that, so good. That that Justice League Unlimited is the best representation of the DC universe at large ever made. Like they will never make a series of movies good enough to even compete with that television show. Like I just I just love how great I just love how to like the first half of like Justice League is like, oh, we're going to do the classic heroes. And then Justice League Unlimited is like, we're going to lean into all the weird assholes that are also superhero. Yeah. You remember Jonah Hex? You remember Jonah Hex, the Wild West superhero? He's just going to show up for a couple episodes when Batman time travels. Let's do that. And the turn will happen (laughs) when we decide to have Hawkman and Hawkwoman be like, oh, hey, all of our people are here and they're going to wage war. And then it flips to Unlimited. You're like, oh. Yeah, it gets crazy. The world is big. Also, I have like, such vague memories of catching that on TV and just the weirdest shit, you know, like uh, Adam Man or something at some point. Yeah, yeah. Up. Booster yeah. Gold! Booster. I love how they made yeah. him in the television yeah. show. They made Booster Gold an unmitigated douchebag, which was like the most amazing thing to just be like, yeah, some of these heroes are kind of just douchebags. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's amazing. It's amazing. I love that. I, Young Justice is another one. Like they, DC oh has hit. Yeah, Young Justice for a lot of different reasons. Uh, though I, I don't like the continuation, but the, the original series of Young Justice is, is just chef's kiss perfection. I'm still waiting for season yeah. four. Yeah, DC has kicked Marvel's ass at all things animated. And I just, I'm always, it's always such, it's always like weird how that's like the reverse. Like DC has like Harley Quinn. DC has Young Justice. DC has Justice Leagues Unlimited. They've, they're circling back. They're redoing things know, that they right? already did. Like they, the they've, already, they've already made it perfect once all the way through and they're coming back around for seconds. They, and they, they have the whole, uh, they have the whole, uh, Flashpoint paradox, um, kind of, kind of like yeah, time, time, the movies. Timeline, timeline movies. Oh, dude! But there are some really good DC uh, animated universe movies. There's the one, the timeline one. Sorry, not the timeline. The Flashpoint is okay. Flashpoint is always so dark, and I hate that comic to be entirely honest because it's just like. It just like murders Aquaman and Wonder Woman's character for like no reason. And they're like, I right. don't know, they fucked. And so now they're angry about it. Like, that's, yeah, no. that's well, I mean, like, it's like, <laughs> it's like, it's like, it's like there, there's, there's that movie. But, but then, but then um, it, it, it's kind of like the, 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 the animated movies that, that were quote unquote kind of spawned from that one. Yeah, I, I, I one of the things I'll say uh, is I'm trying to for uh, DC alt earth animated movie i'm trying to remember the name of it exactly because i want to be yeah crisis on two earths is the best superhero animated movie ever made Mm -hmm. and i love that thing because it is it is literally just like 
the, the Justice League goes to an alt universe where all the heroes are he- are villains and all the villains are hero. And then I love the the opening of that movie is crazy because like the hero version of the Joker like sacrifices himself to like blow up half the heroes so like good Lex Luthor can make it to a dimension where Superman is a hero. And it's also terrifying because you just realize like evil Superman is just like bullshit, right? Like it's just a bunch of bullshit. <laughs> like and, it, and it's still like Alban. I I love that. That, that is the best movie. And it's also like James Woods and, you know, fuck him. But like, he, he's a good voice actor. Like he, he, he made Hades. We all agree he's good at what he does, even if he's a shithead. Like, I'm not going to get into the specifics of it. But James Woods voices evil Batman. And the last five minutes of that movie is a battle between good and evil Batman talking about their histories. And it's just and it's just like he's like, why don't you cycle? You make no sense. And he makes all these like valid points of like how dumb Batman is. He's like, <laughs> he's like, he's like, I'm just a villain. I make sense. You're a shithead. Like it's it's like it's like and it, and it gets they get so existential with it. And I love it because like James Wood is just trying to end all of existence, which is just like something that I feel like James Woods would do on a normal Sunday. I just just feel like that's his heart is really in there you know yep really really selling them villains or i hate to say that <laughs> okay let's get back to the suicide squad since we just did an overview of the all of dc animated universe which is something that i didn't realize me and peter needed to do um yeah i i, I just like uh yeah i was disappointed but it's a good movie and that's like all I got to say. And it's weird. <laughs> I guess like the other element too, outside of that thing is like, what did you think about Starro and kind of the third act pull and how that worked? Mm. I really enjoyed how surprised people were, especially coming out of the theater. Like there was a giant starfish in that movie. That was weird. <laughs> I was I expecting the, the star, a giant starfish. Yeah, I know. I, I, I like, think I was spoiled by the trailers. I really yeah. think that this was a yeah. bad trailer pull because I knew mm-hmm. we knew that the first team was going to get blown and we knew a starfish would show up. Yeah, that's true. I, well, they also like uh, blow it early in the movie with like the archival footage and they call it Project Starfish. It's pretty clear what's going to happen. Yeah. And you uh, see tentacles end. and you see the starfish in one of the trailers like you see the giant starfish like they mm-hmm. they blow every second of this movie in a trailer. They so they show the kids. They show the backstory like like honestly, like the plot of this movie was not a surprise to me. And I and I just I'm over trailered on it. And I right. just there were a lot of trailers, too. Yeah, there like, were one of the reasons I got so hyped was Ben kept dropping them in chat every time there was new one there were like three or something. you're really blaming ben on this one I'm just am. Saying, oh we will answer. <laughs> i mean they kind of pulled the don't mess with the zohan thing with with, with those trailers and how much they put in them so mm, good job yeah brothers. yeah i just mm-hmm. it's not well don't mess with the zohan man yeah, that, that's, that's a whole so other like mess oh, we never talked about no don't mess with the zohan i don't want to i that's saw a, it once and i'm that's good. a television movie that's always on and i'm very confused is that really who, yeah i'm very confused about who's syndicating that movie Ooh. to be entirely honest with you that sounds I'm, like a tbs hard sell I, I i swear it's on like hln or something it's like oh, weird okay. it was really weird the only thing i watch hln for is 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 uh, the new um forensic files because it's really good but mm. other mm. than that like hln is just a shit network uh that's my personal opinion take that to the bank <laughs> i don't really think that reps for hln are going to be mad at us anyways I think Starro looked good. I think him, him birthing his spawn to take over people's brains was good. I mean, you know, uh, good good filmmaking, good good design, everything. I like yeah. Starro. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna defend it though and say that like they he, the nice thing about James Gunn is he stuck 
very close to the comics on a lot of facts that's true. like mm-hmm. peacemaker and and like the helmet like that's that's the helmet right like and starro's design is the design from the comics and starro is terrifying though people don't just die when starro grabs onto you that's a that was a specific addition yeah. that he made to kind of justify the fact that they were going to be forced to murder a bunch of people in the street. I just think. shoot a bunch of people in the mm. face. Yeah, that's exactly right. And they like they like showed Starro peeling the face off of people. Starro possessed Superman like three dozen times. That's like always the joke of Starro is that Starro just somehow gets on Superman and all of a sudden, you know, the game's up. So that's like that's mm. like it's what always happens. <laughs> like is, that was a plot point And like four different episodes of justice league 11 <laughs> it's also a plot point, it's a plot point in batman beyond that superman gets possessed by starro again because <laughs> like, they couldn't learn yeah, i had just no like, idea starro had this like breadth of this kind of appearance dude starro yeah. predates the face huggers the face huggers and wow. alien are inspired by star you're just not thinking of like how deep this shit starro is 1958 <laughs> Like he, that mm. it's it's weird science comics. Like it goes back. Yeah. This is history. Like you're like you're, you're. We're thinking that this is all inspired by it, but this is inspiring everything else. And that's mm-hmm. that's the best kind of James Gunn pull. Like he's grabbing the actual comic book history of this thing and making it a pretty realistic version of itself. But it is. It is what it is. Starro and and to like, tie it to like U.S. like imperialistic like experimentation and and like disposal shit as like an issue as and to tie the existential alien horror of starro to like that is is equally weird james gunn right but it, it kind of works it, I, think. I think it, it doesn't not work it, yeah it's yeah. good first appearance was in brave and the bold in 1960 Oof. yeah that's what like 20 like 19 20 years before alien yeah. starro predates like aliens like that's 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 like I, I i guess like that's the thing too when we talk about comics we got to respect like how deep this shit goes and the, the fact that like you know a lot of this inspired a lot of people and that's the cool thing is that's like like what i think like when i see like starro's first appearance on screen like people are like i mean it's just this and i'm like okay <laughs> i appreciate that you you got to take it a context that this is spawned all of this it did it first like this you know this is this was the mother sauce this was the shit you know they did it first they did it in like dream imagine dreaming up starro in 1960 when was aliens released alien released 79 like 19 years later you yeah. know we get aliens starro's just floating out there and being in different versions of it it's uh, so often the case that by the time the original the originator of a thing gets the respect it's due everyone's tired of the thing that it does and doesn't like understand yeah. well <laughs> I, I starro is like a repeating like he, there's like there's like th- they defeat starro like a half like three dozen times and like different ver- not even three dozen they defeat starro like starro is like kind of a big justice league boss type of deal he he pops up into justice league comics like all the time and there's always things where like my favorite thing is like you know they have starro tech like he appears in both justice league unlimited he appears in young in in, uh, young justice he appears in he's he's just if we're going to do a broad justice league thing he's like he's like loki he pops up you know what i mean like he's not the first villain that they're gonna sorry he's not loki he's ultron he's not he's not Mm. your first tier villain he's your second tier villain but he he's like floating out there and people are going to be excited to see him so well that was my question when all the little starros are left on the ground it's like is each one of those things going to grow into another starro potentially or does it need a host like oh my god it's a starfish it can just like you do that you know keep going 
Yeah. Well, I think the explanation of this unit, which first off is not how regular Starro works. Like you are correct. Like Starro is like a virus and spreads. That's the original. And I'm not also going to say this too. Starro is (laughs) Starro has, there is many versions of Starro like trevor so like Uh, it's comics i expect that it's just it there's like there's like a lot of alt version shit so if i say anything just like just don't take it seriously uh (laughs) like if i this is like what it is to be like like trying to be like an expert on comics it's like i was like i'm always sure there's just some obscure fact out there that can fuck me as soon as i say any fact whatsoever (laughs) i was like let's just let's just like like a comment like like you know if you get like if you find the tough enough nerd like he's gonna pop out he's like well actually star was not and his first inclination was really just a giant squid. So I don't necessarily know that we could call it Starro. He, he wasn't, wasn't called Starro named. in the comic, but you know, this little sorry, I don't know who I'm like bad mouthing here. But you are bad mouthing some guy from some guy who was born in 1935 named Archibald. Yeah, and that's fair. Thank you for putting a voice to that. I like that. <laughs> Archibald's an asshole. We should all hate him. <laughs> yeah no archibald yeah i I think that's the thing too like i this is the this is the kind of thing that like the history of comics like if you get enough information on comics like they can just do things like this where starro pops up and it's like a big deal for me still don't really care and i'm gonna be honest with you i was a little thrown off by the by by peter capaldi (laughs) raping like starro and like like, is he just raping the starro people (laughs) or like the line has had his way with me which is like a very Such has a very specific sexually charged yeah. element for like no reason and at the end they make us feel i love and the, I, the reason they did that is to make us feel bad for starro so that at the end when he's dying and he's like i was happy floating through space and it's like aren't humans assholes which is just a quintessential yep. james gunn element which i love <laughs> it's just like a we are it's a good it's a good like y'all made me feel for this like monstrous starfish thing that just biologically eats people's faces and makes them part of the whole like you know it's good it's 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 good i i, I like the use of starro i like the classes i like i also love like how they make him like you know he's just a he's just an organism that can't just exist in the same complex element of that i also just i'm, I'm just very interested of like why they went like the sexual assault route? Like I, I just, I just, I, I mean, I, that just, felt what? super unnecessary for me. Like that's I, that's this movie in a nutshell, though. Like that one of the headlines I read was like pushes the bound of taste. And like, yeah, there were several times I was like, was that necessary? And that's but, Grindhouse, and that's what he's yeah. going for, and that's what yeah. Suicide Squad should be. Suicide Squad yeah. should be Grindhouse. Think of the first Suicide Squad. Two members of the squad died. Like. why like yeah this one we like we're got almost we got like two teams wiped it's awesome you know i was a little shocked today what did you guys think of polka dot man's mom and all that i thought it was funny Honestly. I got a little old for me. Yeah, it, there was like it, it still was like, works, but I was just like, some of these are going on too long. Like, they I'm made the it. joke three times and like really feel like they should have cut out the middle one. The final one where there's like a giant version of his mom is funny. The yeah. first one is kind of funny. Like I like the line. Like, like he's the, like, the, the, I the see shock. her all the time. Yeah, the, yeah the, sh- the shock of, of, of it being like, oh, King Shark is now just his mom. Like, in yeah, the, yeah, that was really funny. The King Shark mom was like the best version of that joke. Because yeah. then the second time when he sees her, it's like not okay. Oh, yeah, he's no. just like grinding the, on a uh, woman he's dancing with. And, and it's, it's his, his mother. It's his mom. And I'm yeah. just like, 
I mean, this sure, but like, I this 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 shot is lasting a little while. I just I just love how Polka Dot Man is like also like a badass in this. It's just like I just shoot things that melt people. Like it's I just I just love that. I love I love like dimensional virus. I love how much James Gunn was just like we're gonna make Polka Dot Man cool, and that's like the point of this film. You know, no, don't worry about it. It'll work. It'll work. Shut the fuck up. We're doing this. Go with it. Tell the VFX team this is what I want. I was too hot for Disney. You don't want to mess with me. <laughs> I sorry. I don't know. I guess like I want to put scores on this because I am actually super curious where we are. Because uh, I don't know. I don't know where we are. To be entirely honest with you, and I've been debating myself because I don't know what to give it. Because I am disappointed at the same time like i want to make this clear this is a good movie you should go see it it's worth it it's also an hbo max i'm sorry just go check it out like i'm sorry like a, a streaming option for a movie is a is a is a game changer for me now because i can just go see it and i didn't have to be a big goddamn deal and i got the rest of my weekend i hiked i did a five mile hike this morning because i didn't have to go see suicide squad i, I got more i got out did more i'm just saying didn't mow my lawn but you know fuck that we'll get to it <laughs> No, I won't, Peter. <laughs> uh, you're nice, but but you're wrong. <laughs> yeah, too much faith. Too much faith. Too much faith. Uh, yeah, let's go ahead and do some scores, though. Uh, who wants to be the lucky bastard to go first? Hmm. I kind of want to put Peter so that he's not affected by me and Trevor. I don't think I actually don't think you're that affected by us. I don't think anybody on this cast is like really overly affected by anyone. I don't think so. We all come in with our own opinions. We state them and, yeah. and, then, we, and then we chug it's, along. Is it me? Am I the one that's actually? No, it happens. It's, it's a, it is a phenomenon. Sometimes yeah. it happens, but I don't, but I don't think it's like, I, definitely, I, I don't think anyone, I don't think, I don't think it's ever happened where anyone was like super majorly swayed or anything like that. Batman V Superman was the one for me. That, no, that's that, fair. that was the one where I was like eating shit and I don't blame them. I still I still think that that Batman warehouse fight is like one of the best versions of like comic book Batman fight. And even though he kills people, I just I think it's just so cool. <laughs> I'm sorry. I think there's like, damn, I think 20 there's, years he's been broken down. Yeah, it's just there's so much there's so much in that movie that is like a really good moment. Like Wonder Woman showing up. Ben always makes fun of me. He's like, you could just do a guitar and anything's that cool. And I'm like, it's not Wonder Woman, man. Like, That's I don't know. True. It's not like full on Wonder Woman in the skirt showing up with a shield and making Batman and Superman look like pussies like that. Sorry, I apologies. But like, you know, that's what it was. That was the point. You know, she shows up and it's just like you play the spike and he's like and they're both like, what? It's, it's, it works. It works. And she's like, I've been training for this all my life. You two have just been doing this for like. Yeah, it's, it's simplistic and I'm not going to deny that it's simplistic, but I'm also going to like, you know, fuck you if it doesn't work. Like, you know, I'm sorry. <laughs> like it worked. That moment works. I'm sorry. Like, you know, it, t- t- call it cheap all you want. That's just because you hate the rest of the movie. If it was a good movie, you would have loved that moment. That's what it is. It's still a good movement inside a bad movie. I still don't think it's a good movie. I, I still have changed my score for the record. It's always begrudgingly though i will say that i still i still like just about the i do this I, for you. I still cried a little bit like in a theater when wonder woman showed up and the big three were on screen together that was a big goddamn i mean it is a me. moment like I, it I, was a moment yeah, it I was a moment it's a moment and, and it's i'm sorry I, it made me realize that like you know jla young justice like you know all these animated versions of it it's like have just prepared me just to finally see them three and they look pretty good as like the recognizable versions of themselves that haven't been too skewed by studios and i'm just sort of like fuck that was that was the moment. Yeah. yeah, this movie kind of does that for me too a little bit. I'll say that I think that like you know watching uh, Jai Courtney's arm holding the boomerang was like the moment where I'm like 
that's pretty goddamn good. This is what we needed. We needed them to get slaughtered. I just wish they would have spaced out the death in carnage. I, I really feel like you could have made a version of this movie where somebody was dying every five minutes and it would have been pretty good. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. I just I just feel like that's the thing to it. The, the, the whole first team dies and then we really don't get a death uh, in the team itself for like quite a little while on. And I just, you know, I'm not hugely a fan of that fact uh, because I kind of predicted how the movie was going to go. And once the first team was dead and I knew that I was like, well, other than Harley shooting the one guy, which I didn't see coming. That was kind of cool. Actually. I think that whole, the whole Harley Quinn is like, I promised myself I would just murder the next bad guy I wanted to date. And I was like, that's cool. And a valid thing for Harley Quinn to say. That is a very valid thing for Harley Quinn to say. Well, and the, the performance that they give her and that she gives, she just immediately reflects on it. It's like, and I know that sounds extreme, but here are my reasons. And it's, it's a good monologue. It is. It is it a was. good mark. And that's the thing too. I, I just feel like they kept the best parts from the, like they kept Amanda Waller. He's like, Oh, I just, like James Gunn is like, you're just going to give me like a, like a, like an Oscar winning actress to just, do okay amanda waller we're gonna do a new version of you and it just works you know but it's also the same thing and and i think that's the thing i think they kept margot robbie and amanda waller and then like sorry jack courtney <laughs> sorry jack courtney it's just awesome like how he dies it's so insulting you know what i mean just like sticks in his face and then blown apart by it. it's like he's his corpse isn't even recognizable yeah. i love it hey, I love at it least so he much. gets to use his cool boomerang though this yeah time, he gets you know? he gets like, to kill two people you know yeah. count them yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Peter, I am going to ask you first. What did you think of this movie? <laughs> okay. Um, I'll give this movie an eight, honestly. I, I, I yeah, yeah, we got, I, I, I liked the violence. I, I, I liked the kind of uh, stylistic stamp that, that, that James Gunn put on it. I, I liked how, I, I liked how, as opposed to Zack Snyder with with his with the Snyder cut of Justice League and it being like, let me give you a black screen and then tell you the chapter the chapter title. He was like, no, let me let, let me like diegetically work this into in, into 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 the environment to to to, to, sh- to to give you like a time frame or show you what show you what's about to happen. I liked that so much better. Like work it in. Um, I thought Star I, I, Starro was big, pink, and blue, with a big ass eye. Like you said, from the comics, what more could I ask for? Um, and I just really, I, I really enjoyed seeing Idris Elba be in a comic book movie, but like, as opposed as opposed to most of when he was in the MCU, where he didn't do too too much. If we're being honest, he was actually allowed to be an action an action guy. I I, I, I like that we got to see him actually be an action guy. So yeah. His guns are pretty cool. And they, and they are being so Idris Elba cool. is pretty oh, great. I was about to completely disagree. You don't like that cool. he has all the things and then he builds this big gun at the end by like taking this one thing and putting another piece on it and then another piece and another I, piece. And he's I, all out of pieces. I, I found his abilities incomprehensible and not very clear, to be entirely honest. With well, that's you. that's actually very fair. Yeah, I, I like I like I found like I cause I, I just like he's got a specific backstory and 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 you know I just found like, you know, he's just like, okay, now they're guns and now they're a bigger gun and now it can shoot in an way. And, and I'm just sort of like, and it also just like the effect was such an Iron Man effect where like the guns mm. sort of like came out yeah. of nothing. And I was sort of like, does he, he just have nanotech? Like what? Like, I, I don't know. I mean, maybe possibly. it was like, maybe it was just like the thing. I just, I just found like, 
I just found like, you know, there wasn't a really good setup moment for him as to why he has these weapons Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. why the United States government wasn't able to build a bunch of those weapons to just give it to a bunch of people. And that was like a better thing. I mean, the core concept of the movie is done and the Suicide Squad itself is done. I'm not going to fucking fight that because this is a grindhouse movie. I I actually do want to make one more point. Go ahead, please. I just try to take it over. Uh, I, I I do. I, I I am very appreciative to James Gunn for for for, for when um, when it was their first night sleep, sleeping in the jungle that that we did get just a long extended scene of John Cena and Tidy Whitey's. Just very happy about that. Very happy. Just, <laughs> what was his excuse just, for not wearing any pants? I can't freedom. remember. They, yeah, that's a freedom dick. You're just like. Mm. Yeah. bulge cool thank you <laughs> <laughs> i really want to know if he if that's like real or if that's like you know there's like some inserts and i don't know why i want to know that but like i don't know I, like, he's Curiosity. a big ass man it could he's be real dude. like you he's know what i mean <laughs> he's a big fucking dude so like i just i don't know i was like i was like wow that's uh sizable it could also just be super t- what, tight tighty whities that's, that's like you true know. like but yeah. but like you know no i thought offense. it looked like a little square so now i'm starting to like wonder if like you're right and there was like a thing in there or something but uh maybe he could it just, just have a very very maybe it just has dick. muscles <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Love it. <laughs> hey, let me shake your hand. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, let's go to you. So we got an eight from Peter. Uh, Trevor, you're up next. I I, pre- I really agree with you. I, I, I wanted like... Uh, I, I was ex- I was surprised it kind of went as sentimental as it did in the end with Rat Girl Two and and the emotional climax. I think it still works for me, but I I did kind of want not necessarily more death, but like I don't know. I did I do think there's a lot of good stunt work in here. Like a lot of mm-hmm. the action feels real to me in a way that I really appreciate. I love Harley's whole scene where she's just kicking people and like with those boots, and it just that really works for me. I think some of the grindhouse elements that don't work for me that I get kind of tired of is it kind of feels just like everybody's made out of CGI chunks after a while. Um, Actually, and in terms of like, I even hesitated to call it grindhouse. It's like, I feel like grindhouse is like all about the like really gritty effects, like kind of stuff. So I don't even know if that's like, yeah, if I hesitated to call it that I'm not an expert in that because it's not exactly my thing. But I do think it is good at doing what it does, and I respect it a lot, and I like the artistic flares that he gives to it. Uh, I'm going to give it a seven. It is it is a little messy, but uh, I had a pretty good time. I think that's the bottom line is like it's a little messy. I, I cannot. I think one of the mistakes that I made, too, is watching the original Suicide Squad before this a little bit and i was like wow this is good cinema and this is the worst thing ever made which is not something that you necessarily <laughs> need to compare it to because it's not fair to anything like if, if, if we got to make a direct comparison to the original suicide squad you know i could take a crap on a banana and toss it at you and i, I feel like that's a better cinema experience like as long as we filmed it properly you know with like a good camera <laughs> i'm just you know i'm just like I, it's really bad that first one is like an unwatchable movie and this is this is very watchable it's very good 
I really want I, I I'm I was overhyped and that's my internalized bad. The thing I'm gonna say about it, yeah, is there's like elements of the characterization that's like really good and really bad at times. Like I love how John Cena has like this element where his weapons and abilities are just like he's like a dad that went to Home Depot, but he's like a flag whizzing dad, and it's just such a characterization. He's just like I just have a machete, you know, because like, mm-hmm. and also I just got like this axe, and then I got this this giant fucking gun I bought at a Dick's Sporting Goods. Like he just. He <laughs> <laughs> looks, he looks like just this like flag raising like douche bro who went to a couple of like stores and then just started killing people and that's kind of what he is which is it's just such good characterization which is always what the thing with Idris Elba's like spinning things and I'm like okay I was, whatever you know and I think that's the thing I think also like the characterization of Harley could have been a little bit more extreme for this movie as well. Like she's still kind of the same thing, which almost feels from a different movie at times, even though she gets a fantastic monologue. And I was very confused as to why there were so many fucking, uh, like in the government antagonists. And then I realized, okay, so we give we've given Harley one for this scene. And I think that's the issue. I think there's just too much. There's still, it's still just the primary issue of having an ensemble cast movie. Y'all gotta be tight if you're going to do that. And this movie is, like it's it's very successful and very good, but it ain't tight. It ain't it isn't a tight movie. It's well thought out and well put together, but there's just still too many moving parts. Like the camp is a really great sequence, but the camp sequence doesn't really need to happen. Rick Flagg doesn't really need to happen. He's not necessary to other characters that could stand in and have emotional moments. And then also, I think that's the thing too. Was like when Peacemaker is going to kill her at the end. Like we didn't need to see him kill Rick and then kill her and almost kill her at the same time and then have that fight. Like that's just all pseudo unnecessary to the issue of like just being still being too many characters and he still does the better job because he's only really got five main characters really like he really doesn't he really doesn't characterize much past that everybody else is just fodder and it's it's that's a good thing about him uh i think it's a well-made movie i think it's an eight uh i am shocked that i didn't give it higher uh it is a eight that i am disappointed it isn't it's the first eight i've ever given that i feel disappointed to just be given an eight how about that and at the same time, that eight at the same time for me kind of feels generous, which is not something I thought I would say about this movie. So, yeah, it's it's not. And I'm going to say this, too. It is not Guardians of the Galaxy 2. It is definitely not that it is below that by a large stretch. Like Guardians of the Galaxy 2 is a really, really, really is the best, probably the best Marvel movie. And this is, you know, it's a it's it's probably better than most Marvel movies, which is still you know, still saying it's good. I just I'm I'm so I'm so confused by myself that I feel bad about giving it an eight. How about that? But also I'm like, but also I feel like I'm being overly generous. I'm both mad at myself and sad at myself at the both times. And that's just like kind of the the, the thing here is that the Suicide Squad and the Suicide Squad before sorry, the Suicide Squad and Suicide Squad before it are just there's so much history and complications even for the publication of this thing there's just so much baggage around it and i've been so attached to it that like i knew how that movie was going to play out just from the trailers it played out that way and i'm both somehow shocked by like them like raping star which is just not a cool thing guys i'm sorry like that doesn't that just seems that this is fucking unnecessary Mm. and also that's set up in another way because they're like he's like mastermind or peter capaldi's character is going to a club to see other women to begin with. So it's already setting it up. It's set up. I didn't think about that. It's it's not, it's not like I'm realizing as I've been talking about it, like it's text that Starro was raped by Peter Capaldi, Mm. which is just, 
messed up. <laughs> you know, I just like that was unne- and that's unnecessary. But again, it's like the grindhouse fight. So I can forgive a lot. But at the same time, I'm just very confused about where I said with it. So good. Uh, yeah, Yeah, I don't know. I, I do feel like there's also like maybe a little bit of the creator, like he was like throwing stuff against the wall because like, I don't know, he's probably in a dark place when he was doing this, but I don't want to assume that. Uh, yeah, we're, we're still an eight though overall for this. So two eights and a seven uh, rounds out to about an eight for the Suicide Squad. Uh, yeah. Go see it. Uh, it's on HBO. I mean, go see it on HBO. Don't go to the movies. Don't do what Trevor did. <laughs> Sorry. You got to yeah. wait around to the end credits to see the tease that John Cena is still alive. And it doesn't doesn't feel quite worth it for that. Although it does yeah. for the first one where Weasel I fast forwarded through that. Yeah. I just fast forwarded. It was great. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> that or go watch a super cut on YouTube of all the deaths. It's pretty good, actually. <laughs> There's some really well cut super cuts of that. It's fun. I, I, uh, I, was, I was wondering what they were going to do about Peacemaker, though, because um, because aren't they already planning on like uh, starting a show like early next year with him? Which is something that I was annoyed because the most shocking moment in that movie was when I thought Peacemaker died. And I was yeah. Because like, I knew that news as well. So I was like, I was like the only person because like he even talked like. James, the other thing I'm mad too is like James Gunn talked in the pre pre interview and he's like maybe I'll kill Harley Quinn and I was like you, you gotta you, do that now that yeah. you said yeah. it and that's the thing like I and we all know you won't because because he's not th- gonna let you there's just no fucking way that they're gonna kill off Harley Quinn that's just not just, she's just, too big bro there's like think of all the Halloween costume money <laughs> like, it's like corporate suicide dare I say honestly yeah. It's not cute, Trevor. <laughs> nice try. Like I respect, I respect the game, but at the same time, like come on, it wasn't good. <laughs> <laughs> for the movie paying pop, movie bang well, words. For, for the movie gang podcast, this has been Peter Dancy. What if starts this Wednesday? I'm so excited. I am. I am ready for Captain Britain. That's going to be amazing. Same. <laughs> Bye, guys. All right. And also, it's been uh, Trevor Flynn. Goodbye. And I've been your host, Jack Newman. Thank you for listening to the Movie Gang Podcast. From everyone here at the Movie Gang Podcast and by extension, the Tuscan Shed Media Network. Thanks for listening.